Good morning. I'm meteorologist Dave Epstein. It's Saturday, the 11th of March. This is our weather wisdom. And yes, I'm doing a Saturday update. I figured there's quite a bit of interest in this storm system coming in here Monday night, Tuesday, Tuesday night, probably ending sometime on Wednesday. I want to talk to you about sort of where it is, you know, what my thinking is at the present time and uh, how it's probably going to impact all of us here in southern New England. So the bottom line is we're going to get a nor'easter. And, and the question with all of this is, Where's the rain snow line? When does it change over to snow in your area? How much wind is there with this? And will there be much coastal flooding beyond light to moderate? Or could it get worse than that? And so that's what's in play right now with the system. I talked about this yesterday. Windswept rain still likely in Boston, at least to start. The, the issue is going to be, do we change over? And when do we change over? Uh, and so I'll get to that in a second. But here's the scenario. We basically have two pieces of energy in the atmosphere, one in the northern jet stream branch, one in the southern jet stream branch. They're going to merge. This is classic. This is kind of how our biggest storms, I'm not saying our biggest snowstorms, which is biggest storms, arrive here in New England in the winter. You get this merging of the two pieces of the jet stream, the energy from the north, the moisture from the south. And they come together off the coastline, and then you end up with a nor'easter. We have not seen this significantly this winter. Yes, we've had a couple of nor'easters. They've been mild uh, or moderate storms. Uh, most of them have been obviously a lot of rain and too warm for any major snowfall. But nor'easter doesn't mean big snowstorm, just like blizzard doesn't mean a foot of snow. It just means low visibility in terms of what a blizzard means. And a nor'easter is just a storm that moves up the coast and brings strong northeasterly winds and generally moderate to heavy precipitation. It can actually be light precipitation. It doesn't have to be snow. It can be rain. You can have a nor'easter in July. That said, as this moves up here, it's going to be too warm initially in Boston for it to start as snow. So, uh, it'll move in sometime later Monday afternoon. And I think Monday night it's pouring and windy. And then the question is, is where's that rain snow line? So let's just say, for argument's sake, the rain snow line is northwest of Route 495 at that point. It's snowing in places like Fitchburg and Lemonster and on through Athol and Ayr, Groton. Uh, what will happen is, is as the storm continues to progress eastward, the air, which will be marginally cold enough for snow, will start cooling both at low levels of the atmosphere, because the winds, which will flip from more of an easterly direction, will come more from the northeasterly direction, and that lets that colder air drain in from the north. At the same time, as the precipitation's coming down from the clouds, each tiny little raindrop or snowflake will drag a little bit of cold air toward the ground from above you, and that cools you off. And this is how we tend to get some of our bigger storms in March and even into April, you've got to pull that cold air down from above you in order to get the cold enough air at the ground to keep it snowing. Now, the other thing that's critical is when during the 24-hour cycle is this all happening. If it's happening at night uh, and you change over, let's say, at 8 or 9 o'clock at night and you're precipitating really heavy, you can accumulate 3, 4, 5 inches of snow in a very short amount of time, three inches an hour is not out of the question. You go back to that blizzard way back in 1997. Most of that snowfall, it started as rain in Boston. Most of that came overnight. And in, the reason it accumulated so efficiently is because it was dark. You didn't have the UV light of the sun, which does get through the clouds this time of the year. It always is present, but because the angle is higher, it kind of shines down on the earth and doesn't allow the snow during the day to accumulate as efficiently. 
So when the changeover occurs is going to be really critical. Let's just say, again, argument's sake, it changed over in Boston at 2 a.m., and then we had an inch of melted precipitation between 2 a.m. and 9 a.m. That could translate into seven inches of snow. It's going to be a heavy wet snow, so the 1 to 10 ratio won't be there. If it changed over at 9 a.m., and you had an inch of precipitation between 9 a.m. and, say, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, it won't accumulate as efficiently. It doesn't mean that the ground's not going to get wet. It's not going to accumulate on the car surfaces, and you'll get some slush. But it's just a very different storm depending on when it accumulates. And, frankly, we just don't know exactly when that changeover is going to occur. I do think there will be a changeover at some point, even in Boston, as the colder air comes in. How much precipitation is left in the tank of the storm when it changes over, when it and what time it changes over are all going to be critical to how much snow we get. Now, I will say this. Those areas that change really early and do end up with a lot of snow because it's heavy and wet, we're going to see power outages. And I think most likely those are going to be inland and higher elevations. If the storm were to track a little further east and pull the cold air in a little earlier, we'd have to be concerned more about the immediate western suburbs and northern suburbs of Boston. I don't think you folks in the Cape and the Islands will have anything to worry about through this storm in terms of snow, but we do have wind to contend with, and the winds will be gusting over 50 miles an hour at the coastline. I think even inland, it's going to be sort of one of these 25 to 45 mile an hour gusts of wind. And if you have heavy wet snow on the trees and the branches and the wires, that's where power outages occur, usually around about four inches, give or take, depending on how wet the snow is. That's kind of the, you know, where the power outages start to happen and those tree branches start to crack and you start to see that. And again, the most likely places for that are going to be inland. There's what we call a block well to the east of us, kind of up over Greenland. And what that block's going to do is slow this system down. So once it comes in Monday night, it's going to last Monday night. It's going to last Tuesday. It's probably going to last into Tuesday night. Now, it will not be precipitating as heavy uh, Tuesday night as it will Monday night and during the day on Tuesday, but it will be precipitating steadily. And it may even be still snowing Wednesday morning when you get up, frankly. So this is a long-duration storm. Uh, The stakes are obviously high in it. And, uh, you know, it could be one of those storms that, is memorable and shuts things down for a day or so completely, right? So Tuesday could be one of those days where, hey, this is, we're not going out. Uh, So if you're thinking about travel plans, places like Logan Airport, again, it could end up not changing over and not accumulating very much. But if you're a low risk person, you're like, well, what do I do to avoid all of this? You stay away from Tuesday and maybe even Wednesday morning. You just stay away from those in terms of travel because there's the potential for delays and cancellations. It doesn't mean it's going to happen, but there's probably not many delays or cancellations Monday morning, and there's probably not as many delays or cancellations on Thursday morning. It's that window Tuesday and Wednesday, especially the first part of Wednesday, where we're going to have that. Uh, There's probably ferry service disruption during this as well. So uh, I know there's not... You know, I'm not being really specific, and the reason being is because if I'm really specific and the thing, you know, it's Saturday morning, we're going to get more data here later this morning and afternoon. We'll get another set of data Sunday, Sunday night. So Monday, you know, we get up Monday morning, we'll have had a sort of a couple of days this weekend of trends. Is it trending colder? Is it sticking with, uh, you know, the track? Does it look like this is really what's going to happen? And I don't like to put out there, hey, I think that X area is going to get six inches, a foot of snow, no snow, because then you just got to move the needle all the time. So I just want you to be aware of that. 
that the highest likelihood of heavy wet snow is going to be over inland areas. The further north and west you go, there is the potential for a significant, if not major, snowstorm in the city of Boston. Uh, but the potential is lower there than it would be further west. And we'll just take another look at it. I will do another one of these updates tomorrow, so uh, you'll be able to listen. I'll have some more data from today and tonight's data set, so that'll be helpful as well. Have a great morning, everybody.